This episode of Intelligent Medicine is brought to you by the next big thing in anti-inflammatory supplements, a brand new all-natural daily preventative against a host of possible inflammatory issues. Black for Health liquid extract from Future Farm Botanicals. Black for Health combines four plant-based foods, black garlic, black radish root, black cumin seed, and black peppercorn containing high levels of body-ready healing botanicals. Black for Health supports your liver, skin, cholesterol, blood pressure, and weight management, circulation, and immunity. It's a tasty supplement with liposome complex for optimal absorption. For more information and to order, call 888-841-7216, 888-841-7216, or go to myfuturefarm.com slash Hoffman. That's myfuture, P-H-A-R-M, myfuturefarm.com slash Hoffman. Welcome back to today's Intelligent Medicine Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Ronald Hoffman. Our guest today is Dr. Michael Haley. He's an nutritionally-oriented uh, chiropractor uh, who owns and operates Stockton Aloe One. You can find them at www.aloe1.com. Makers and distributors of a 100% pure raw aloe, uh, which can be used for personal care. And we're going to talk a little bit about uh, the benefits of uh, taking aloe internally. Uh, but I must say, uh, aloe is controversial, as you well know. Uh, yeah, uh, it's accepted that it can be applied uh, externally. Uh, but some people uh, put the pejorative on aloe consumption orally because, as you well know, there, there are constituents in aloe which have a laxative effect. That can be beneficial. A lot of people benefit from taking uh, aloe if they suffer from constipation. But uh, is it possible that uh, certain types of aloe may have an irritative effect on the GI tract? You know, I, I love this discussion because there's a lot of confusion in it. And I can set the record straight. We're not going to say that these other parts of the plant aren't beneficial but they're misunderstood and they're used improperly. And a lot of people will go to the store and look at the aloe vera section and there's too many choices to make. Yeah, it's confusing. And they'll, they'll grab one and they'll get one that was designed for a purpose other than what they intended. Hmm. So let's set the record straight. Okay. <laughs> there's two parts of the plant. There's the outer leaf and there's the inner leaf. Just like an orange has a peel, and we usually eat the stuff on the inside. In fact, if people are juicing, a lot of times they'll even potato peel the orange part off and even use the white part as well of the inside of the peel. But that outermost layer has a phytochemical in it, in the orange, that can have some medicinal benefits. Now, if you twist that near a fly, it'll die in about a second those same phytochemicals used improperly can cause problems. And it's the same way with aloe vera. A lot of times the protective mechanisms of the plants are in the outer shell, in the mm -hmm. outer leaf. Mm -hmm. to, to resist and, disease, you know, antifungal, antibacterial, uh, antiparasite, in fact. Exactly. And sometimes those same things can be used medicinally for that benefit. But we have to be careful because it is anti 
life. It's mm-hmm. almost like a form of an antibiotic for yeah. the plant. It can be powerful. Mm-hmm. So in in the outer leaf of aloe vera, that's called aloin. That's that real super brown bitter stuff. And some of the products on the shelves have amounts of that. The inside, the aloe vera gel, we typically think of that as the calming effect, the gut healing, you know, help with my acid reflux, uh, boost my immune system against viruses and cancers and things like that. Lower my blood sugar levels. That's the inner leaf. The outer leaf is the irritant. Hmm. Now, back around, I think it was around 2000, the National Institute of Health and FDA kind of teamed up and did a little research using the outer leaf extract. Why would they do that? Because there were companies extracting this outer leaf stuff to make laxatives. Right. And... It makes sense that using an irritant would have a laxative effect, but it doesn't mean that's the right way to treat your constipation. Mm-hmm. It's putting it in something that your body wants to purge. It loosens up the bowels to get rid of it. Mm-hmm. So they were making these uh, drugs, essentially, out of outer leaf extract that was a little suspicious, might cause problems. So they gave ungodly amounts to rats and realized that it actually inflamed the goblet cells of the intestines that Mm. produce mucus, which Mm -hmm. should counter some of that irritant. We needed to make more mucus. And that adaptive change, when the cells increase to do more of that function, we might call cancer. Mm. Now, I believe it was a wrong approach using the inside as a laxative i also believe it was a wrong approach to give the rats the outer leaf i do believe if they had the balancing inside of the leaf or whole leaf aloe vera they probably would have got a different result but we've never done that research Mm -hmm. and if they had the inner leaf gel only they probably would have got a better result but we've never done that research So the only research that we have that's really negative on aloe vera is the outer leaf extract, the part that most people wouldn't consume. You probably used it amounts that uh, are astronomical, you know, based on, you know, the weight of a rat versus the weight of a human. You'd have to, you know, consume a brick of uh, aloe, uh, you know, the, the aloe leaf extract to achieve those those toxic levels. Uh, nonetheless, I mean, I guess uh, some of these products are sold as laxatives. Uh, you don't think that's the best approach for constipation. Um, what about uh, healing effects? And, and how do we achieve those healing effects without the deleterious effects of the aloe leaf? Well, let, let's talk about the different names on the products just to clear up that confusion. And then sure. we'll explain, yeah, the difference. So, If you wanted the inner leaf with some of that laxative effect, you'd actually be looking for a whole leaf aloe vera. Mm -hmm. There are, and the same brand that makes whole leaf might make inner leaf only to capture both of those market spaces. Nothing wrong with that, but the bottles don't look that different. You really have to look at the ingredients to know what's in them. And uh, the best way I can explain this as with a, uh, well, this happened. This really happened. 
It's going to be hard to believe, but this actually happened. One of my employees came on her second day on the job, and she came in sad, and she said, you know, Dr. Haley, I just got some bad news. I think I have breast cancer again. Hmm. And, you know, I had a conversation with her. I said, you know, we're going to get you on the right track nutritionally. You know, let me help you. And I gave her two big bottles of aloe. And I said, you know, to start off, I want you drinking three glasses of this every day. You, you know, you have an unlimited supply. You work for me. You're in good hands. <laughs> well, the next day she was in the bathroom all day long. And I thought, well, that's weird. I don't know what she's doing in there. And the day after that, in the bathroom all day long again. And at the end of the day, she came to me. She said, Dr. Haley, is it possible that the aloe runs right through you? I said, well, not a chance. I said, I said oh, but yeah, I mean, I, and this, these are my exact words. I'm not knocking Whole Foods or anything like that. But my exact words were, well, I shouldn't say that because if you bought it from Whole Foods, yeah, but not what I gave you. She said, oh, huh? what do you mean? Oh, she said, well, before drinking yours, I thought I'd finish my husband's. Uh, we get it from Whole Foods, and he drinks it for his diabetes. Hmm. Well, that was the aha moment when I realized, okay, this this part of this talk right now that we're having is very important. People hmm. have to see the difference. <laughs> and I remember saying, you know, oh my goodness, how much were you drinking? Because and, and some people might be more sensitive to it than others, because I guess the husband was taking with it impunity, but she perhaps was more sensitive to the uh, adverse effects of those compounds. Yes, but the serving size also might be more like an ounce when you're consuming the whole leaf okay. versus I'm re recommending ridiculous amounts because I'm all about boosting the immune system. Oh. And I'm saying drink 24 ounces a day. Okay, a okay, okay. So you, she, she massively increased the amount she was taking. I, okay. Yes. And, you know, I said, how much were you drinking? She said, I couldn't do three glasses. I could only do two. <laughs> <laughs> oh, goodness. Okay. Okay. So you had yeah. essentially 16 doses, 16 times more right. than the recommended amount. So you amount rendered your employee uh, inoperative. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> but that was, that was a good learning time for me to really explain the difference so people can realize, okay, if you want only the gut healing, immune boosting aspect, look for the inner leaf only. And if you want that, you know, slightly, you know, going to get the bowels moving, um, go for the whole leaf, but stick to the serving size. <laughs> right, right. Well, I, well you know, I, I think amount is, is interesting on that because um, – what I tend to do, and you know, maybe you can help me out here because uh, I have a lot of patients who have GERD. You know, many patients are trying to get off of their uh, proton pump inhibitors. You know, they're taking, uh, uh, you know, omeprazole or Prilosec or, you know, one among many acid blocking medications and they want to get off. Uh, medications aren't doing them much good. Uh, and I, among the things that I tell them, of course, diet change, I often have them take DGL, deglycerinated licorice. Uh, and, uh, also probiotics, but, uh, I sometimes tell them to drink, uh, a quarter cup of aloe juice at bedtime, but it sounds like I may be undershooting the mark, you know, based on what you're telling me. It's like how many ounces in a, in a quarter cup? It depends because some brands do have, even when they're inner leaf only still have outer leaf in them yeah. just to lesser amounts. And you really can't give them that much of 
the outer leaf. So right. you, yes, a quarter cup is a, a good amount. If they were doing a their own hand fillet, rinsing the leaf and getting all the bitterness out of it, if it doesn't have much bitterness, you could probably consume much larger larger amounts. Mm-hmm. But it doesn't mean that drinking twice as much is going to give you twice the benefit. Right. So for me, I've always looked at dosing uh, as something when it comes to food type things, not medicine. When it comes to food type, you know, supplemental dosing, I've always put it more in the hands of the patient, the customer, Mm -hmm. and said, let me start you off on this mount. And since I know more is not going to hurt you, I'm going to actually front end load you. Because I want to get you out of this crisis that you're in. Mm-hmm. But ultimately, you're going to have to listen to your own body and realize how much you need, how much you want. And one way we might come to that amount is, you know, if you're uncomfortable choosing the right amount, imagine you heard it from me. What if I told you drink a gallon a day? You'd probably think that was too much, right? What if I said eight cups? What if I said one cup? What if I said one ounce? Oh, that's not enough? You're going to get test yourself. You're going to get to that right amount that feels right for you, and you're going to see the results. And maybe if you have a little less and you're not having the results that you had, maybe you'll increase it. Um, Maybe you'll decrease it to see where those symptoms come back. Or who knows, maybe by changing everything else in your diet, you're not getting those symptoms back anyway. Okay, folks, at this point, let's pause and allow one of our sponsors an opportunity to share this vital message with you. Naturally occurring black pigments in vegetables, spices, and seeds have been found to have powerful anti-inflammatory effects. Hi, this is Dr. Ronald Hoffman, and I'm excited about what I think may be the next big thing in anti-inflammatory supplements, a brand new, all-natural daily preventative against a host of possible inflammatory issues. Black for Health Liquid Extract from Future Farm Botanicals. Black for Health combines four plant-based foods, black garlic, black radish root, black cumin seed, and black peppercorn containing high levels of body-ready healing botanicals. Black for Health supports your liver, skin, cholesterol, blood pressure, and weight management, circulation, and immunity. It's a tasty supplement with liposome complex for optimal absorption. For more information or to order, call 888-841-7216, 888-841-7216, or go to myfuturefarm.com slash Hoffman. That's myfuture. Farm, P-H-A-R-M, myfuturefarm.com slash Hoffman, myfuturefarm.com slash Hoffman. Thanks for listening and thanks for supporting our sponsors there. We'll make Intelligent Medicine a continuing free resource for you. And now back to today's guest, Dr. Michael Haley. So so your line of, uh, of aloe uh, at aloe1.com is... Does it include the external leaf or just the internal gelatinous uh, portion of the aloe? Is it free of the laxative effects or do you offer a a variety of products depending on what the patient's goal is? No, our internal gel, I'm just going to answer the question on this one. Hand filleted, it's not filtered. It's not pasteurized. It does not have preservatives in it. So Hmm. we have to have a very clean front-end process. We can't use machines to fillet it because we'd have to filter it to get the outer leaf parts out because Mm -hmm. we don't want that in. So instead, it's a very particular hand fillet process. Run it through a grinder. Run it through a childer to get it cold faster. Put it into the containers that go into the freezer. Now, the interesting thing about that is the filtering process of any food juice product 
decolorization, deodorization, they actually use carbon and diatomaceous earth to mm-hmm. accomplish this. And carbon isn't very specific. It might take the anti-nutrients, but it's yeah. going to take nutrition out as well. Yeah. So they're not diluting it by adding water, but you do get a much thinner liquid, clearer, less taste, less aroma, and aroma is nutrients. Yes, yeah, so, so less benefit Some of in these, effect. Yeah. Yes, and some of these brands you will see on the label things like carrageenan add as, added yes, as a very often, agent. Very often, and that's not great they, for uh, patients who have uh, especially ulcerative colitis. And yeah, they'll they'll want you to make it feel like they're getting aloe, the thickness of aloe. With the mucilaginous thing, right? Yeah. Yes. And that's actually a good indication of how many of the mucopolysaccharides are right, are left. One of the things in, you'll find in aloe vera is enzymes, which essentially means that'll trigger chemical reactions to help break it down. So it's almost like it will eat itself, making it less valuable over time. Mm-hmm. That's why keeping it frozen is so important. Oh, so, so you deliver your product frozen? Uh, or, well, we, or we hope for the best on that. Yeah. We ship it frozen, and you, uh, it's depending chilled. on where you live and what what's what season you uh, order it in. Right. So, so you want it? You want it chilled? Okay. So, what about preservatives? Because the, you know, you mentioned carrageenan. Um, we know that aloe uh, somewhat resists uh, uh, fermentation. But it still is susceptible to bacterial contamination. So some people put preservatives in their aloe. Other people throw in some vitamin C, I've noticed. But then the vitamin C for people with GERD can be a little caustic, right? Yes. I I have concerns with preservatives more than most. I, I look at this increase in digestive problems, inflammatory bowel disease, inflammatory skin diseases, I look at these as chemical attacks on our body, killing off our gut flora. I wish we had time. I would love to describe the soil of the gut and really help people understand Mm -hmm. this concept of what's supposed to be in there. But as you're killing off your microflora with chemistry, You're changing everything about the way you absorb nutrients. Uh, You're you're completely changing things in your body. You're 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 changing damaging your your microbiome. Yeah, yeah, the whole the whole nine yards. Yeah, I mean we we certainly have 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 given that lip service here on intelligent medicine quite a lot. So you don't want to take a preservative because you're in effect uh, countermanding the beneficial effects of the aloe by damaging your intestinal flora. So uh, how do you make sure that it's, I, that it's fresh? Yeah, keeping it cold. And, you know, just to drive this home with your listeners, yeah. I like to ask them and say, what is the purpose of a preservative? And, uh, you know, I can guarantee, Dr. Hoffman, that everyone is thinking it's to make the food last longer. And that's actually the side effect. The purpose of preservatives is to kill. Mold, yeast, fungus, mm-hmm, and bacteria. Mm-hmm. And what's, what's in our gut? You know, mold, yeast, fungus, bacteria. Things that actually work in this symbiotic culture, and we're putting in stuff that is designed to kill. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, only small amounts, of course, and it's probably not going to kill us, but it's probably not good for these little delicate microflora that we're throwing out of balance, not with just preservatives and food, but with, you know, antibiotics and meats and, and, you know, pesticides, herbicides, fungicides, and chlorinated water, and all of these chemicals that are designed to kill. And, you know, there's uh, artificial flavors, artificial colors, and people are taking medications to help with all their, you know, medical issues. We're chemically annihilating our gut flora. Mm-hmm. That's well, for sure. That's why I, we won't even go so far to put preservatives in it. Yes, we we keep it frozen to stabilize it in that state. Uh, we recommend that you, if you're not going to consume it within about a week that you would melt the whole bottle, pour it into smaller containers and get them back in the freezer to take out as necessary. Mm -hmm. So, so let let me get this straight then. You do not probably sell to like major retailers, you know, like, uh, uh, drugstore chains, you know, where the stuff has a potential to sit on the shelf, you know, for days and weeks. Uh, Mm -hmm. you make this available direct to consumers. It's, uh, you know, shipped as rapidly as possible with, uh, you know, some sort of coolant, uh, and that's the best way to get your aloe. Absolutely. That is it. Yeah. It's from us to the consumer. There are laws about unpasteurized. Yeah. Foods I mean, there's and regulations and so on. Farm, farm to consumer, but not farm to retail to consumer. Mm-hmm. Okay. And I prefer that. I'm, I'm uncomfortable. What there are, there's some mom and pop shops out there. They don't, they're, they don't really, uh, they're not concerned or there's uh, clinics. Doctors can pretty much do whatever they want. Um, and, you know, there's r- juice bars, food preparation places that have that c- they can get around it. Yeah. But um, I'm uncomfortable with that because I don't know how they're I don't know if they have the standards that we have. Right. Well, so so uh, you do you make different preparations because some. Uh, manufacturers offer aloe juice versus aloe gel. Uh, however, what I've discovered is there's some uh, sleight of hand when they talk about aloe gel because the gel, I mean, it feels sticky and soothing, but it may have thickeners in it that are, you know, taking away some of the benefits of the aloe juice, which might seem more watery. Right. Typically, aloe juice refers to whole leaf aloe vera, inner mm-hmm. and outer leaf, mm-hmm. or it refers to fruit juice with some aloe <laughs> yeah, in it. Or, right. And it's usually it's usually aloe vera powder. Oh oh. You know, they'll, they'll put like two or three hundred milligrams of aloe vera powder in a cocktail of, you know, mm-hmm. pineapple, orange, whatever. And does that lose its benefits when it, it they reconstitute it like that? It does, but Aloe vera is such an amazing plant. I've I've likened it to intimacy. Even when it's bad, it's still pretty good. <laughs> there you go. Good analogy. So, uh, so your product is uh, what do you call it? Is it a gel or a juice? One hundred percent raw, pure, unfiltered aloe vera gel. Gel. Okay. And so there's, it's a one size fits all. You don't have like a, you know, like a variegated product line. It's, it is, it's, no. there's like a single product. Um, yeah, we can't, we can't improve on it. Now we do have things that are made for the skin. You know, we have right. 
uh, aloe vera creams to help with, you know, burns and wounds and insect bites. And people use it even as general moisturizers. Mm-hmm. But um, that's going to be a stabilized, you know, emulsified in coconut oil, mm-hmm. uh, more of a, you know, a, a nice use of it, but not obviously not an ingestible. Right. The ingestible, you can't improve on Mother Nature. We just can't make it better than the plant itself. Okay, so one of the most common applications, something that I turn to frequently, is for GERD, reflux, you know, people who have uh, heartburn. So what what's a typical regimen for someone who suffers from heartburn using your product? You know, I like to get their attention by telling them, here, just drink this every day and let's talk in a few days. And, you know, this is what, amazing. What amount? I, I don't what amount are we talking about? Uh, you know, a, well, a, a cup or a... I like a, to... Yeah, typically I'll say a glass full a day. And now the question is, well, how big is a glass? I don't know. It depends how big the person is. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So I like to think in terms of one ounce for every 20 pounds. Okay. You know, so a 20-pound dog, as an example, uh, okay, so one for, ounce So for me, that would be lot. eight ounces. And it's like a tall, you know, a moderately tall glass, eight ounces. Okay. Yes. Yeah. And I prefer that it may be broken up into two different servings. And then... After a few days or after a week, we might adjust that down, but we're front-end loading. Now, if you were having bleeding bowels and things were bad, um, I might triple that and say three glasses Mm -hmm. a day for a period of time, and then we'll cut back. You know, in in preparation for this uh, interview, you know, I did look up some of the literature on this. Um, I do have an article. Uh, It goes back to 2004, randomized double-blind placebo-controlled trial of oral aloe vera gel for active ulcerative colitis. And it was 100 mLs twice daily. I'm not quite sure how that translates to ounces. It's probably less than you'd like. Um, And what they found was uh, there was a a higher, I mean, it wasn't, you know, slam dunk, but there was a significantly higher uh, rate of remission, improvement, and response in the patients who got that as a daily regimen. So, and just for four weeks. So, uh, mm-hmm. that that was of interest. That's in a major uh, journal. Uh, there's that is also- a smaller amount. That's that's 3.4 ounces. But at the yep. same time, we don't know if that was a full-strength aloe vera or something that was. had been yeah. filtered and diluted. Exactly. We don't even know what, what they used. And then uh, here's another one. Uh, this one, 2015. Uh, randomized control trial, uh, efficacy and safety of aloe vera syrup for the syrup. And I'm not sure what that means. You know, who knows what that mm-hmm. is. Uh, for the treatment of gastroesophageal reflux disease, a, a randomized uh, controlled trial. And what they found is the frequencies of uh, GERD, heartburn, food regurgitation uh, were assessed. And they found that aloe vera was safe and well tolerated and reduced the frequency of GERD symptoms with no adverse events. Uh, again, you know, a small trial. Uh, very, very uh, minimal amounts, um, you know, nothing like what you're recommending. But, um, you know, clearly, it, it's an, I think it's an important substance. Uh, you know, I really commend you on, you know, doing your homework on, on this subject and offering uh, a high-quality product. I know it's, it's sort of a niche product because, you know, the, some of the big brands, you know, line the shelves of uh, drug stores and health food stores. Uh, And, you know, you are dedicated to making uh, a very high quality product in limited quantities. But uh, I just want to signal to our listeners that the product is available, something that you can try. Uh, And so give us the 411 on that. 
You know, we are in Pompano Beach, Florida. We make it available worldwide mm-hmm. uh, from our website, HaleyNutrition.com. Better if you we go ship. to Pompano Beach, Florida, because you can get it fresh. Plus, it's really snowing and horrible here in New York, and that's the place to be right now. <laughs> <laughs> well, at this time of year, at least it'll still be frozen when it gets to you. <laughs> in the summertime, it's going to be cold, yeah. but mostly melted. Unless they get it directly from your office, you're going to go right up to the right up to the driveway, and uh, you know. They have a self-service window, probably. So, um, good stuff. Uh, Tell us about your website. uh, Information posted there as well. We have a lot of content on the website. We have, uh, you know, research articles explained, understood. Uh, Our frequently asked questions. um, We took a lot of time to really explain those well because. A lot of people had them. How much should I drink? Uh, is why does it taste so bad? What you know, aloe vera generally isn't delicious. Yeah, um, you know all that. And if it is delicious, then ask- you got to worry about it, right? What do they put in it? <laughs> well said. Yeah, but you start liking those things after a while, right? Yeah, if it's good for you, hey, what the heck? When when someone is really, we get a a, a patient that hasn't been aware of the natural things and they have problems and we start changing their lives, they don't like it at first. But after a while, they don't know how they ever ate the things they used to and they couldn't imagine going back to that lifestyle. Mm-hmm. They start liking real food. They get hooked on a feeling, a feeling of being well. I think there was a song written about that. That's what I'm referencing. <laughs> I think we both go way back. That dates us both. Uh, Dr. Michael Haley, thank you very much for joining us. Uh, he's the gut healing expert, uh, and uh, he can give us uh, a lot of insights on the healing benefits of uh, aloe vera and other methods of restoring GI health and overall optimal well-being. Being. And uh, if you're down there in uh, Pompano, Florida, you can pay him a visit. Thanks very much for joining us. Really appreciate it. Dr. Hoffman, thank you so much for providing this platform and and this kind of content for your listeners. My great pleasure. That's what this is all about. I'm Dr. Ronald Hoffman, and this is the Intelligent Medicine Podcast. Hi, this is Dr. Ronald Hoffman. As you know, this is a vital time to bolster our immune defenses. I've received countless requests for a specific list of supplements that I recommend to support immune health. That's why I've created the Intelligent Medicine Immune Support Protocol, my supplement recommendations offering the greatest boost for your immune system when it's needed most. Best medicine is preventive medicine. Just go to drhoffmanstore.com for more information. drhoffmanstore.com In addition to the immune support protocol, you'll find easy-to-follow links for our supplement starter kit, heart health protocol, and much more. These protocols are an easy way for you to get the exact combination of targeted supplements you need to help you follow the intelligent medicine lifestyle. The same supplements I take for myself and prescribe for my patients. And for a limited time, you'll get free priority shipping on all of your store orders. For more details, just go to drhoffmanstore.com. That's drhoffmanstore.com.